Hi, I'm Karen Crossley, and this is Rebuilding the American Dream, the student athlete experience. In this podcast, we introduce you to leaders in college athletics who are shaping the experience of the student athlete on and off the fields of play. We discuss the challenges and innovation affecting athletics and higher education, and how we can adapt to give student athletes a strong foundation for their futures. Today, I have the opportunity to talk to Matt Tanney, Director of Athletics and Campus Wellness at Wabash College, an all-male institution in Indiana. He continues to expand athletics and wellness offerings in support of the entire campus community. In 2020, Matt guided the construction of the Little Giant Stadium, a $15 million facility that will provide generations of Wabash students with a space for intercollegiate athletics and recreation. Matt is a graduate from Wabash, and he earned his law degree from the Robert H. McKinney School of Law at Indiana University. Prior to his athletic administration return to Wabash, he worked in the athletic departments at Western Illinois University, the University of Oklahoma, the University of Dayton, and The Ohio State University. Matt is on the National Association of Division III Athletic Administrators Board of Directors and is also a member of the NCAA Division III Football Regional Advisory Committee for Region 4. Matt, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So you have a really unique background in law and compliance. How does your law degree help you as an athletic director? Do you use it often? Well, I, I think certainly it's another lens to which to, to view the world. The compliance piece was a great place to start in higher education and a great place, place to start in intercollegiate athletics. I think the, the writing component of law school has certainly been valuable and helpful for me uh, along, along in my career. Uh, the analysis of problems and things, issues that come up on a day-to-day basis. I, I really found that, especially early in my career in those, those compliance positions, you're a problem solver, right? Coaches and staff come to you with things that they need help resolving. And I have found that, you know, those skills have been really transferable uh, into an athletic director role. It's just a, just a variance of scale. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's been really helpful. That, that must also help you analyze the world and especially athletics in, in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, there's, there's a lot of different uh, lenses that people bring to the work, uh, whether if somebody's coming from a, a more entrepreneurial or business, business minded type of focus, or if somebody's coming at it from a more legal background or even a sports medicine or a medical perspective. But I think the, the risk mitigation is certainly another helpful avenue, uh, especially in the space we operate today in lots of different areas in, in higher ed and, and intercollegiate athletics. Uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly been valuable. That's kind of the whole point of higher education there is to take different viewpoints and be able to incorporate them and think critically. So that's that's great that you've been able to incorporate that into your career as well. Yeah, absolutely. In your career, you've worked with some big name institutions with incredibly famous athletic departments. What is special about Wabash and what drew you back to your alma mater? You know, I think let's start there. Uh, it's, it's my alma mater. And it, there are very few people, I think, that have an opportunity to come back to where they were a student athlete uh, and serve as the athletic director. So I consider that an incredible opportunity. And I'm just really grateful uh, that I've been given that opportunity here, here at Wabash. But I think beyond that, the division three experience, I think is really special and what we provide for our students, particularly the way we do it at Wabash, I think is, is pretty unique. It's an incredibly holistic experience. It's really rooted firmly in the educational experience. We have students that are late for practices because they're in science labs during the week, and that's okay. And it's, it's pretty great to be on a campus that 
values that level of engagement on the academic uh, side of, of the program, just as much as everybody also recognizes, you know, we have really competitive athletic teams too. And so it's just real fun to be planted in both of those areas uh, so squarely. And like I said, I, th- I think we do it really well. I know that in previous conversations, you've spoken so glowingly about the the Wabash experience and how much it meant to you and how you want to continue that. Looking at your website, it's just ranking after ranking of really high achievements and the, the experience is just bar none. So with that, Wabash College is currently listed as number two in the Princeton Review for the best alumni networks. What is Wabash and specifically the athletic department doing to engage that alumni network and, and the community so successfully? Certainly, this is a special place. And our alumni network and our alumni, alumni engagement is, is a big piece of that. We work with them both locally. We have very active alumni associations in the Indianapolis area. Uh, our national board is on campus regularly. They're super engaged. We just announced, we will be announcing very shortly our annual fund totals here for the past, for the past year almost $4 million. I think the total number is close to $3.9 million in our annual fund. Alumni giving at 40%, which is incredibly, incredibly strong. So, so it's just, it's a super engaged alumni group and that impacts our athletic program. Obviously, I mean, we get great support at our athletic events that come out to football games, that come out to all of our uh, athletic events, but it, it makes for a really enriched student experience when you can look, you know, students can see themselves five, 10 years down the road and look at the men that have come before them and what they've gone on to achieve. And in, in a lot of times a pretty short order. And I think that is also encouraging uh, for our current students. So how is the athletic department continuing to push those relationships forward? That's a good question. I mean, anytime I walk through a practice or I'm on the sideline in, a, in an event or a game, there's usually uh, alumni that are not too not too far away. Like if, if we have an alum that comes back to campus to give a talk or a presentation, he'll stop by and visit with, visit with a coach uh, or, or a team that he was a part of while he was a student here. I mean, it's just, it's a natural part of the Wabash experience to have that connectivity with our alumni and our students. I mean, that translates into the, the career advising area too. They're incredibly valuable and talking to our students about career opportunities. Uh, and so it really manifests itself in, in a lot of different ways, but it is, you know, all those things, all those things we were talking about it in a lot of ways, it feeds back, feeds back to our, just our incredibly strong alumni. As alumni have come back and as they've gone visiting, you know, athletic departments and coaches and perhaps, you know, teachers or professors, you also teach sports law at Wabash. Yeah. Have you had students come back to visit you as a sports law professor? Not yet at Wabash. Uh, I'm starting my fifth year back at the college here. I have, I, I'm fortunate I've taught, taught the class uh, as a graduate course as well when I was the athletic director at Western Illinois University and uh, still keep in touch with some of those students. Uh, and it's really exciting to see what they've gone on to do in their, in their careers in sport. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's certainly a rewarding piece of, uh, of the teaching, to teaching component of it. Uh, but it's such a it's such a dynamic area right now. Uh, there's there's so much going on. It's a great way to introduce students to the law through a lens, which I think is really um, approachable 
and engaging. And it's something that a lot of a lot of students can latch on to, maybe more so than if you try to try to start talking about television rights or something like that. Right <laughs> off of that. I, don't, I don't know. Right. That, that must provide a, a different level of engagement with the student athlete. So how are you using that to kind of get to know the student athletes a little bit better? How do you go about finding their needs and then maybe making needed changes? That's one reason I really love being in the classroom, at least as much as, as my schedule allows for, is that it allows me to maintain a little bit more of that connectivity with, with our students and coaches. Uh, and we have a tremendous group of coaches here they're working with our students every day. There's some level of contact there at practice or workouts, et cetera. And they have a really great relationship with, with our students. As I've advanced to my career and leadership and all those things, you find yourself maybe drifting away from that more one-on-one experience with, with students. And the classroom is one avenue that has allowed me to maintain some of those connections. And it really is great to get to know students on a on an individual basis and learn, learn about them as students, right? In the academic setting, not necessarily, you know, need to talk about their athletics all the time. I mean, obviously it's a, it's a point of conversation and it's something that we talk, we do talk about, but uh, it's great to know, know them in a different way uh, and know them as, as students. It certainly allows for me to have a better sense of kind of their day-to-day experience and to have a better sense of if there is something that's pressing on their minds, it gives them another opportunity to connect with me and share their thoughts with me. And so that that is one way I've found really effective to both manage a department uh, and, and stay connected. So you mentioned the role of coaches in, in having that one-on-one relationship with the student athletes. And we know that the landscape of college athletics is constantly shifting and changing it must be hard to find and retain coaches. How do you, how do you go about doing that and finding the, the coaches that are the right fit for you and mentoring and, and helping to retain them? Uh, it, it's a tall order because uh, hiring coaches is really important. And I have found that I tend to take quite a bit of time and energy on the front end of that process because it's really important to do your homework uh, when you're looking for coaches that are going to come to your campus and be such an integral part of your athletic program. I found this, especially at the Division three level, the vitality of the institution is often connected to the recruiting pipeline and how effectively coaches can recruit. And our coaches here do that very well. But you need to find coaches that fit, that can fit into your campus culture. And every campus has its own little peculiarities and quirks. And uh, we're no different in that regard. And I I think in a really positive way, but you need to be able to identify those coaches that can navigate and operate effectively in that space. And so how do you find the right fit? That's where I spend most of my energy is trying to identify best fits. And then when they're here, you know, depending on where they're at in their career are they farther along? Are they just getting started? And we have a wide range of coaches here relative to experience level. And so some of them need more mentoring and guidance on that front th- than others do. Not that those more experienced coaches don't have other needs and things that you need to help them move along with, but there, there are certainly varying levels of mentorship that happen there too. As you're talking about development, Wabash College is also working on expanding facilities. 
And I know in a previous conversation, you mentioned that's something that you worked on a lot during the COVID. What's it like building facilities and expanding your campus during a pandemic? Daunting uh, <laughs> in, in, in one word, but, but it's, it's also really exciting. And you know, I'm incredibly grateful again for the alumni support that we have here because a lot of that donor giving is what fuels capital projects and gives us the, the capability to build these facilities that support our students' experience. Uh, but our football facility, the fact that we started the planning and the construction process right prior to the pandemic and then carried it through 2020, it was both a lot of fun, uh, but also came with its fair share of, of challenges. And we had a great team here on campus and lots of great partners at the architectural level and project management level uh, that helped us get across the finish line. But having the facility that we have here, the little giant stadium that's just one of the best Division Three, and, and frankly, beyond Division Three football, track and field venues, I think, in the country, what we're able to do here on this in this tiny campus of 900 men uh, in Crawfordsville, Indiana, I think really speaks really speaks volumes uh, about what that means uh, for our students and their experiences here. So this podcast is called Rebuilding the American Dream, the student athlete experience. What does the American Dream mean to you? You know, especially in the context of, of higher education, it's, it's, it's opportunity and, and it's access. At Wabash, you know, in particular, we're really focused on those things. Lots of conversations and dialogue and programming and grants that the college has received that help us ensure that we're going to be ready for the next generation of students that will be arriving at Wabash. We approach our bicentennial uh, in 2032. So we're really excited about that. And that's strategically, that's one marker that we've really had our eye on here the last, the last several years. And I think as we talk about the demographic shift, not only in the Midwest uh, where we're planted, but just nationally and what that means for student populations, you know, I feel like we're really well positioned here to continue to serve students and give them an opportunity for an unbelievable liberal arts education uh, that's accessible and, and affordable. And I think at the, at the athletic level, you know, we are always looking for ways to, to add sport programs because the more sports you offer and that are available, you, know, you can hopefully attract, attract more students. Now, you can't just add a sport because it looks fun, right? Uh, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into it. We added a, a varsity volleyball program, to, just as an example, a few years ago. And that has dovetailed really nicely with the growth of the sport in the state of Indiana. Uh, the Indiana High School Association just recognized volleyball as a state-sponsored sport at the high school level. So we know that it's growing here. Uh, we know that it will continue to grow on our campus, and that hopefully provides more opportunities for students to experience Wabash College. So speaking of future generations and those who are hoping to experience Wabash College, with the knowledge that you have now, what do you wish that you could tell your younger self, the student athlete at Wabash, that may also help other young people contemplating their futures and in, in athletics? This may sound a little surprising, but as a student, you know, I just didn't have a firm grasp of what is this world of athletic administration, right? I, I think I was pretty focused on going to law school and being an attorney and having a career in that area. And then over time, I think I just had this awareness uh, of, of this world out there that 
maybe would allow me to merge kind of the legal background and my experience and, and background as, as an athlete and, and having a life in sport. And so I, I'm very fortunate. I feel like I've been, been able to do that. But if I were to go back in time and give myself some advice and give it to others, it would be if, you know, if this is an area that you're interested in and it's something that sounds like you may want to have a career in, you need, you need to try to get some of that experience as early as possible. And it may be volunteering in your athletic program. It may be volunteering on a game day and try different areas, right? Maybe you, you find yourself more, more effective in a business office setting than you do in a facility setting. Maybe if you're into athletic training, which is an area that, you know, is really a really another shifting dynamic area right now that maybe that's an area that you could have a career. And so I think there's just lots of different paths uh, and lots of different ways to get there. But the bottom line is try to find some experiences early and experiment and see what works for you. I think that's really great advice for, for anybody seeking a career, whether that sure. be in athletics or, sure. or business, just explore all the opportunities. What are you good at? What are you passionate about? Matt, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thanks, Karen. I appreciate it. You've been listening to me, Karen Crossley of Degree Insurance, and this is Rebuilding the American Dream, the Student Athlete Experience. Find out more on our website, americandream.fm, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Degree Insurance. Until next time.